Um, Sean, I don't, I don't know. Did we, did we misplace Brad? Do we, do we know where he is? I can tell you exactly where he is. He's somewhere in the basement of Wembley. Oh, this is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League and this week, the Carabao Cup. Uh, this week, it's only two friends because uh, Brad is still in the dungeons. And uh, we, will be, uh, we will be breaking down all the action for match week 26. We will be talking first about this League Cup final between Liverpool and Chelsea. And if you, uh, you, know, if you don't already know what happened, I would imagine that you have been able to pick up some context clues. But my name is James. I support Arsenal. Uh, that is Sean over there. He's on the top row tonight, the only row tonight. He supports Tottenham. Uh, who also had a very good weekend. We will. Uh, we did. We'll, we'll get into that here in a minute. Um, but before we dive too far into this uh, podcast, uh, if you could hit that subscribe button, ring the sub notification bell, uh, drop a comment on this video. If you're on one of the podcast sites, hit it with a follow, five star review if the platform so allows. Um, join our Discord. Uh, we're very active in there right now, um, talking about. Uh, well, it's mostly just still Sean and Tamsi slinging mud at each other. But also, um, this podcast has been known to talk about a lot of things in the past. We made a concerted effort this year to stick mostly to football, to, to, to English football specifically. And occasionally, there are some comments about certain things. And even though Brad's not here this week, he would like me to let everyone know that Formula One kicks off this week. We've got the opening race in Bahrain. Uh, the 2024 uh, season kicks off and we have a red card radio media uh, RCR media uh, formula one fantasy uh, group going on right now. Uh, you can, uh, I think you have to have your picks in probably, I think it's like two, three and a half days, two days from when you guys are hearing this. I think it's like Friday or something. The race is on Saturday. I don't really know where the deadline is, but Brad would say you should join that. There is a link in our discord in the formula one channel. If that would be interesting to you. Um, you can see uh, you can see who I picked in my team on Saturday, um, and I don't know if Sean, have you gotten your have you got your team in yet? Uh yeah, yeah, I'm, I've got mine <laughs> in. I've got it selected, locked in. I'm locked in, ready All to right. go. All right, so uh, this week we've got so the EFL Cup. We're gonna start with the EFL Cup. Get that out of the way. Um, so Liverpool beat Chelsea 1-0 in extra time. Uh, for those who are wondering, and if you want a sneak preview for tomorrow, literally everyone picked Liverpool to win this match except for Brad. Um, so Brad was the only person who made picks this week across all of the uh, you know, people on the podcast and then also our friends who respond to us on YouTube and in the Discord. Um, Brad was the only person who picked Chelsea. Now... Uh, this game was not without controversy. Uh, there was a disallowed, disallowed goal in the second half for Liverpool uh, for an offside pick, essentially. Um, it was a free kick, and Liverpool had a player starting in an offside position. They blocked off a defender, and that defender, in theory, could have made a play on the ball, and so it was disallowed. Um, but then uh, Liverpool... Uh, get the winner in the uh, was like 117th minute. It was this, it was the 27th minute of second half extra time. Uh, so it was like basically the, the de 
end of the game. There's nothing left to do after that. Um, great header or from from Van Dyke. Um, so it just yeah, it seemed a little free, like it was poorly defended. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. It's well, when you get those opportunities, top top class defenders close those. Yeah. So you le- you leave it for him, he's gonna make it. Like so. Gabriel, Gabriel scoring headers and you know all day. Um, so, <laughs> uh, speaking of the other controversy, how about now? Follow me if you will yeah. down this path. I, I'm I'm with you. Should have you replaced Caicedo, Moises Caicedo? Okay. With Christian Romero. Okay, interesting defender for midfielder. I got you. Well. How many levels up in the Tower of London is Romero shackled? <laughs> yeah, he's not going up, bro. He's going down. Uh, they're putting him, <laughs> they're putting him beneath, beneath am the I Tower. Right? Like, am I yeah. wrong? Like, you you have been well-documented as a yep. Romero hater, and and oh. you are a hater on him, I and think... you say that he, he needs to be... He needs to be suspended until the cows come home for all of his raunchy behavior on the on the pitch. I, I think, but I think do you was, agree with this? With the only I will defend myself against Romero. I think you're a Christian Romero apologist, and that I am truthful in my claim that Romero should be yellow carded more than he is. But to answer your specific question about Caicedo, yeah, Caicedo, if he was Romero, Romero would have been in, in in irons. He would have been sent to a penal colony in Australia. He may have been arrested. Yeah, like it was. Um, so, so to to elucidate more, if you guys didn't see it, what happened? Caicedo uh, and I think it was Gravenbach. Um, yeah. Essentially, Caicedo just late to the ball just ends up stamping on the side of his ankle. So it's it's Gravenbach's foot, and then coming in, kind of yep. almost falling. Yep. So and it's then, almost parallel to the ground, and then Caicedo just kind of steps on it and stamps on it, and it's it's not yellow carded on the field. It's not investigated by VAR. It's just play on. And now Gravenbox probably got broken ankle or something. Um, it was a it was it was it it was a really bad challenge in this day and age in English football. Because we look at the context around other challenges, specifically the Christian Romero against Enzo Fernandez in the Chelsea Tottenham game. Like, was what Romero did in that game worse than what Caicedo did in the League Cup final? I don't think so. I would and, say it's and I, and I, I would and I, say it's exceedingly less worse because yes. he didn't mean to. He's following through on kicking a ball that he actually got to first. Yeah. So, he kicked the ball first, which makes it even more accidental. Yeah, so that was that was uh quite questionable. Um the I just wanted to be consistent. Yeah. Like if you're okay, if Romero's if Romero's offense is a red. Just call it a red everywhere. And I mean, we've seen really, we've seen really um, varying levels of of calls in terms of like dangerous play and things like that. The Premier League has been specifically very harsh in certain positions. And and Maguire, maybe, Maguire had one this week. Well, yeah, you, that's one thing you're going to bring up here in a second. Um, maybe it may be because it's the EFL Cup and not the Premier League. I, I'm maybe trying to be charitable here, and that like that's why it was different, perhaps, but. Yeah, um, it was bad. I do, I do agree to an extent that you want to give the benefit of the doubt in in the cup final that you want to try to not pull out the red as much as you you you're gonna hold it as long as you possibly but can. Not a yellow card. 
like what what that's, what, the that's, ref, yeah. what the ref is saying is it's not yeah. there's no problem with this essentially, and yeah. it seems like there's a that's problem. the problem. Yeah. Um, now my my point about the uh, the refereeing in this game in 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 the offside pick blocking off call for the uh, the first Liverpool goal that was disallowed. Um, first I need to defend Arsenal because a lot of people maybe mostly Jamie Carragher um, was out on Twitter today talking about how Arsenal set up all of their free kicks with players in the offside position. And how and they never get called for it. Well, there's context is important because before the ball is kicked, all of the Arsenal players are back on side. Endo never made an attempt to get back on side. Um, but but in defense of Endo, or maybe maybe not necessarily in defense of Endo, um, if if this is the call that we're going to be making, um, if that VAR is going to be relitigating for the rest of the year, um, then they're going to have to be consistent. Um, if if this is the only time we see the player in an offside position blocking off a defender called back, um, called called back as offside. If this is the only time we see it, I'm gonna have a hard time believing it wasn't just like referee bias trying to uh, stop Liverpool from winning the cup. That I mean, and maybe that's that's pretty conspiratorial of me, um, and I understand that, but it was it it doesn't seem like they've been making this call and. It kind of seemed, it probably by the letter of the law and by the spirit, it was probably blocking off. He was in an offside position, so he impacted the play. But it just seemed like it's that's not a call that we've been seeing all year. It also makes it extremely curious that you can block off a defender and have a goal called back. But when you're <laughs> playing against Tottenham and you block off the goalkeeper, that's completely legal. Well, the, the thing is, they didn't call it. They, it wasn't a foul. They didn't call it a foul. They said that Endo being an offside position influenced the play. Therefore, off, an offside occurred. And so it wasn't, they weren't saying it was a so foul. Being offside is the part that made it. Exactly. If Endo wasn't yeah. offside and he was blocking off, uh, they wouldn't have been able to, I mean, they would have been able to go back in VAR and say there was a foul off the ball um, in the lead up to a goal. And maybe they would have. That would have been the more interesting thing. That really would have been the more interesting thing. They they kind of used the lowest hanging fruit to um to defend themselves or, or to, to make their call. Um, but it is what this, it is. This, <laughs> this brings me to like a big grandiose problem that I'll try to make it very quickly. Because it's yeah. the same problem. It's the same problem in the MLB and the NFL that they have in the FA right now, is that you have put by your own design. Put rules and parameters on what you can and can't review. Yeah. What? Oh, because we don't want to slow the game down too much. You have already put into play a clear and obvious error can be reviewed. You've already put that grammar in there. So just open it up to everything. If there's a clear and obvious error, it's not going to be every four minutes that something's getting reviewed. Only when there's a clear and obvious error. I'm You've already... Safe safeguarded yourself. To, to be fair, college football in America they litigate they relitigate a lot of a lot more things in the professional sports, and it's yeah. ne- it's not really much of a slowdown in the college sports. It's it's fairly efficient. So if you want to have a video referee like looking at things and being more, um, and they have about, the headset, just they, be like, hey, you missed something there. Go back. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I I I, I don't want to see games be re refereed from the video booth, but. Um, yeah, it's just, we but need the to... verbiage is clear and obvious error. Not, not any old error you made. Yeah. It's a clear and obvious error is the, what it's supposed the to bigger, be. The bigger, the bigger issue is that the referees are crap and 
the they have the same referees who are crap on the pitch being the VARs in the booth and they're all friends and they want to defend each other. So it's And give just, them yellow give them yellow power too. Like why do we have parameters on just uh, you could only call the guy over if it's a red only. What no, if Caicedo stomped the guy and you thought it should have been a yellow, he's a referee too. He plays on He's running around the pitch next weekend. Like I mean, he knows. Should have been a red. Um, it should have been a red. But like, hey, you missed something here. Check it out. I had okay. I, I want to turn this conversation slightly towards Chelsea really quick before we we move on to the yeah. Premier League. Um, they they did not seem like they were super interested in extra time uh, to go after this game. Uh, it seemed, and then of course, Poch came out after the game and was like. Yeah, just based on the way the game was, and this is not a direct quote. Uh, this is my, this is my retelling of it. But um, you know, the 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 kind of the, the feeling of the game was that the players wanted to play for penalties. And so, Chelsea, who by all accounts at the end of the game were the more likely to score. Connor Gallagher had like three or four chances right at the death of normal time, and then they just come out into the second in, into extra time, and they're just super flat. So they didn't even they didn't it didn't seem like they tried um, to win the game. It seemed like they tried not to lose the game, which then of course caused them to lose the game. Um, is this a failure in management? Is this is this the players? I, I don't know where to ascribe blame. And and this is where I wish Brad was 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 able to join us this week. Was that we could we could I, I I'd love to hear what like his feelings are. Like, where do you ascribe blame? Do you do you not care? It's the League Cup. It's the first year. Like, obviously, winning a cup would be nice, but we lost to Liverpool. Like, or is it like, yeah, no, there's some there's some serious issues here. Are there issues in the squad with the players, or is it the manager? Like, what's what's up at Chelsea? They're eleventh in the Premier League right now, eleventh. Um, and they made a cup final, but like, what's like? I just don't. There, there's there's something wrong at Chelsea. And I don't mind, but like, as a as a co-host of a podcast, it's important to ask these questions. I I I can tell you that Mauricio Pochettino is doing exactly what he did at Tottenham in 2014-15, which is before our good run of form. Just playing the kids and coaching them the best he can. So the fact that they made it to a final before. Tottenham would have. Okay, you can make make your jokes there. But maybe they weren't ready yet. Maybe he's maybe the squad wasn't ready yet. And yeah, they they played kids at Liverpool, but those kids are those kids are good. <laughs> like they're not yeah, it's I not mean, like they're it's not like they're playing a couple of kids that were playing in the parking lot. Well, some like, of them some of them had not a lot of experience. Some of them were like their second right. senior appearance. So like a lot of them were like less than 20 senior appearances. So they also lost the game on a header by a 30-year-old yeah, uh, yeah. like world-class athlete. <laughs> yeah, like Virgil yeah, yeah. van Dijk scored the goal. It's not like a kid scored on a, but anyways, that that's getting in the in the weeds we don't need to get into, but you know, he's playing the kids, he's building them up and if this is going to be a project, you've got to let the project build. Otherwise, you're just starting over and over and over and over and, and that's going to leave them 11th longer. Than if they just let the process play itself out. Do you think? Um, do you think that the, that this is a project and that they're going to give Pochettino the time that they need at Chelsea? No, because that's not what Chelsea does. <laughs> yeah, it seems to me that um, if the owners wanted to really send a message, because so at the end of the season, Pochettino will only have twelve months left on his contract. Um, 
if the owners were really serious about Pochettino being their man, they would extend his contract now and say, yeah. we're not waiting to the end of the season. We're, we understand we're in a precarious position. We didn't win the cup. We're sad about that. We're not where we want to be in the league, but Pochettino is moving us in the right direction. We're going to, we're going to add on to his contract. We're going to extend his contract. And that would settle a lot of this uncertainty, but they haven't. And them not settling the uncertainty for me seems like they're going to settle it in the Pochettino won't be the coach next year, but we will see. Um, so uh, get your thoughts in about the league cup final. Um, it's February and we've already crowned the first champion of something in England. So congrats to Liverpool. Um, turning our attention to the premier league. Uh, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of chalk in terms of the results. Liverpool won on Wednesday um, and then City won at the weekend, and Arsenal won at the weekend. Um, now, kind of thinking about that Arsenal match, um, Arsenal beat Newcastle 4-1 to at home. And this is the same Newcastle that beat Arsenal 1-0 at St. James's Park. Uh, so, in you know, the, the Newcastle that, uh, you know, a lot of people have been, have been pretty high on over the last 18 months. Now, to be fair, Liverpool, uh, Newcastle have a lot of injuries, um, but this is the, I think, sixth consecutive uh, victory for Arsenal in the Premier League. Um, so this is, uh, it was, a, it was a, I, I want to say it was a statement win because we were, we, we were expected to win it in a regard, um, but it was a difficult match against a difficult opponent um, and Arsenal definitely handled their business. Now, I do have a really good question for you. Okay. You have now won six nil in a row. Okay. Five nil. Okay. And four one. Yeah. Why are Arsenal bad and why is their form trending in the wrong direction? <laughs> uh yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Sheffield United, they're probably we got them at the weekend, so they're probably we're only gonna score three and they might score two against us. Trending in the wrong direction. Yeah, we never know. And then I think City after that, so or like City they soon there you go. There yeah, you got to um, win that thing, man. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We have to. You have um, to. <laughs> yeah, there's no question about it. it, it, cause it we can't let we can't let Baldy keep getting away with this, man. Yeah, and we can't let Klopp have a farewell tour, right? So Arsenal just need to win it all, right? I, I'm glad that we agree on that, Sean. You'd lose to Sheffield and beat City. That would be fantastic. Thank you. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not down with that. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I mean, like it was, it was pretty. I don't want to say it was straightforward, um, but I think we definitely dominated the game. Um, there was a certain point where I was watching the game with my father, and uh, there was a certain point where Newcastle were trying to get out of their own half, and they were passing the ball around. They passed the ball up to Isak, and Isak receives the ball in his defensive third, and he's being pressed by William Saliba in his defensive third. So we've got our center back. Like two thirds of the way up the pitch, pressing their number nine, two thirds of the way up the pitch, and then Saliba gets the ball off him, and it's just like, yeah, this is one of those days for Newcastle. Um, we 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 they had they had some opportunities. Obviously, they scored a goal, um, but we we smothered them for a large that's, portion of that match. That's how it felt with you know our new style is play just the same as I guess Newcastle's and yours, but like playing out of the back and like building mm-hmm. it up yeah. and. And high pressing and all that stuff. And when we played City in the um in the FA Cup, that's the way it felt as they're passing it around the back and 
Foden and like all those uh, Bernardo, they're, they're all just up there. And I'm like, we, I t- think I texted the group. We're playing a very dangerous <laughs> yeah, game yeah. right now where anyone and it. Yeah. But that's how Newcastle fans probably felt is this is a dangerous game. We're playing if we can't break this press somehow. Yeah. So I guess, I guess big news that, that came out that we, we haven't even talked about is this uh, Everton point deduction has gotten reduced to only four point, uh, six points. So Everton um, picked up four points this weekend, five points actually, because they drew. Um, so they, they drew one match and picked up five points this weekend. That's a good, it's a good weekend for Everton. It's, it's immeasurably negligent by the FA. <laughs> like, why can't you just make a decision and stick to it? Well, it's, 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 it's the appeal process at this point, right? So, so Everton... Okay. Well, then figure it out quicker. Like, what are we doing here? Because you've got Brentford, Forest, and Luton Town that think they're competing with someone right around them, and all of a sudden you just give them five points. Yeah, it's. Uh... And now, now that now they're behind all of them. Like, what, what are we doing with this? Just figure it out. Also, it's freaking the end of February. Like, uh, these charges were brought up in August. Yeah, and so this is this is. It seems to me that they should have had your initial ruling and done all of your appeal process and it had been finalized before anything was announced. Um, and that like everything was done behind closed doors before. And now the problem is you can't really keep it all closed behind closed doors because once, once a, like an, a fine, essentially, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Like, like obviously like the, a punishment was rendered against Everton. It's not like that's not going to get out. So I don't know. It's it, yeah, it is weird um, because you you've been predicting for the last many weeks now that Brentford are going to get relegated. Um, they are. And they're doing their they're doing their their honest best at doing it. Um, but they've uh, it, now, now Everton just pick up five points and it's it, there. It's just weird. Brentford just got smoked yesterday by West Ham. Yeah. And so and and so. The, the relegation situation is looking very interesting. It kind of seems foregone conclusion that Burnley and Sheffield will be relegated. They're sitting at 13 points apiece, and they don't seem like they're, uh, there's any any points out there for them. Interestingly enough, they both have three wins, uh, three draws, and 19 losses. Um, so that's they're both the same on their goal difference is different. But, uh, but Luton Town are the, the one that are kind of still alive. They have one less game than everyone else around them. And so if they win their game in hand, they're at 23 points. It still keeps them in the relegation zone, but it only puts them one point behind Nottingham Forest, two points behind Brentford and, and Everton, and only, what, like five, five points behind Bournemouth. Um, so Everton could get dragged back in. Brentford definitely could get dragged back in, get dragged down there. Um, Nottingham Forest are obviously vulnerable if, if Luton Town win their game. Um, and I think Luton Town's game in hand is a against Bournemouth, if Bournemouth. I'm not, it's yeah. Bournemouth yeah yeah because that was the game where the uh the captain for Tom Lockyer Lockyer thank you uh had his his heart issue have you seen his new pacemaker did you see that video that came out last it's week crazy it's, it's huge crazy. yeah it's enormous yeah. what um, happens if he gets barged into like that's that's, 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 what, what, that's what someone said it's scary uh, yeah so I do, I I don't think we'll see him on the pitch again. Maybe his career is over, but his life is not. So that's the important part. Um, that is true. Yeah, so I think that's all we got. Um, 
the other big one that we didn't get to that I Fulham. wanted to talk about was Fulham. We just we spent a little bit too much time on the AFL. We'll, we'll talk about it real quick. Fulham. What, what, they, last second winner. Last second winner against Manchester United at Old Trafford. And I do have to eat a little bit of crow here because I've been saying for weeks that United are are good. They're better than, than everyone gives them credit for. Um, and then you go to lose to Fulham at home. Um, yeah. I, and, and maybe it, I, I should own this even more is that um, it was Arsenal legend. Uh, Alex Wobey, who, which I I just found out, loyal loyal listeners, I just found out yesterday. Alex Wobey played for Fulham. I had no idea. I thought he was still on. I thought he was still on Everton. Nope. So, Wobey, it was a good weekend for Hayland. Um, Joe Willock played for. Joe Willock scored for Newcastle. Um, Saka scored for Arsenal. Uh, lots of lots of uh, Hayland products out on the pitch in the Premier League this weekend doing big things um and i say that mostly to annoy you sean um but all of the products you just gave away because you're trash organizations uh, to and be, you don't to be fair um alex awobi played had a lot of he, he featured a lot for arsenal um he's just much older than the other ones that i named joe willick featured less for arsenal but he did play some for arsenal before he moved on um so <laughs> all right um <laughs> excuse me uh, so yeah, that's what we got for you guys. Um, check back tomorrow. We will be having the uh, we're gonna do our our, our pickums, uh, picking picking winners and losers in for match week twenty seven, um, and you'll get to see uh, who who fared well last weekend, and where everyone stands in the point table. Um, so drive your comment down below about this one. Let us know what you guys are thinking. Um, hit us up on Twitter. That guy with me on he is at whiteheart underscore sean. I am at James Tiffany. Collectively, we can all be reached at redcard underscore radio. Um, and we will be back later this week with uh, with more football talk. And we will uh, we'll see you guys soon. Have a good one.